I think it's coming up right now. Periscope is live. D Live is live. Facebook Trovo.live slash the Hake Report. My first stream. Let me know how it goes, guys. I cannot see the Trovo chat in Restream. I have to open up the separate Trovo chat. But thank you guys for joining me there. I am also live on YouTube and um, Twitch, hopefully. Yes, I am live on Twitch. And all of those. And of course, TalkStream Live and JLP Live. What's up, guys? I am back. This is James Hake. Back in for the Hake Report. Filling in. (laughs) It's 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. What's up, Mark? Hey, nice. Nice to see you on that platform, on Periscope. And, of course, it is January 18th. I haven't been on my show since the 8th of 2021. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson for hosting The Hague Report for all two hours, all five days, all last week. That's cool. And shout out to Nick, the anchor baby, for filling in for Hake News with his Nick News because James was sick. News. What a nice thing. And of course, yes, it's true. I did not update any podcasts of my show that Jason Lee Peterson filled in for. So all this week, I think each day I'm going to try to, my idea is to um, do one of Jesse's podcasts from, from when he filled in for my show each day this week so I catch up. All right? I didn't even do timestamps or blog posts or anything. Terrible. I uh, will be getting to your calls, 888-775-3773. I gather that it is MLK Day. That's what people are saying. Um, I have some things to talk about with... There's, there are smears upon the Epoch Times. The Epoch Times is a fairly honest outlet. But the people who started it or people behind, some of the people behind it are part of this thing that some are calling a cult. And in my opinion, that is a communist smear. Or at least like a double standard. Because what's the mainstream media's religion? Huh? So-called religion. It's a cult, too. All right? And President Trump was banned on Twitter, and I haven't been on my show since he was banned on Twitter. My last stream was Friday morning, and Friday afternoon, I think, is when he was banned. When he tweeted that he will not be attending Joe Biden's uh, inauguration. I almost wanted to say funeral or wedding or whatever. So anyways, keep it cool, guys. We were all mad when Obama, well, I say we. I was kind of mad when Obama got so-called reelected in 2012. And some may be experiencing the same emotional overreaction in these times when it looks like Pre, uh, President Trump will be stepping down from his presidency. And some may disagree with that. <laughs> but just keep it cool, guys, right? But let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, 
how are you all doing? I am fine. My head is still a little bit congested, but I'm not catching anymore. I don't think. But even if I am, these guys are young and strong. <laughs> they can handle it. Including JLP. <laughs> what a mess. Man. I barely... well, never mind. I was sick all last week. Head sick. It was not COVID. It was not the Rona, I don't think. Uh, it, was, it was head congestion. Coughing a little bit, and so I didn't want to be coughing in the studio or coughing in the office. It's common sense. It's common decency. Stay away from the people. Don't get other people sick. Swole Hake and Confederate tank top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people on Trovo, people are heading to Trovo because DLive, just this past Friday, DLive.tv, on which we used to get lemons, ice cream, diamonds, ninjaginis, ninjets, subscriptions. They canceled all of that. They canceled all of that. And they also had cool stickers, what was called stickers, which are pictures, little pictures that people in the chat could post. And some of them were custom pictures, pictures of Joel Friday here, pictures of Hake, pictures of Chris and Nick and JLP. But now they can't do that. They can't do that one where I'm waving my arms all funny. <laughs> and so they did that because Thanks a lot, Baked Alaska. Am I right? <laughs> Poor Baked Alaska. Don't blame him. He was um, misguided as a young man, I think. Baked Alaska is a young man. Most of you guys are familiar already, but just for the boomers who listen to my show, Baked Alaska is a young man who appeared on The Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson he was still wearing um, sunglasses, and that was because his eyes had supposedly been damaged from, at least temporarily, from some kind of crazy pepper spray or something. He almost went blind, I think, from the Charlottesville riots. Baked Alaska, he's kind of like a wild young man, but I don't think of him as being violent, I don't think, but I don't know. But... Nonetheless, he was pepper sprayed in the Charlottesville riots in which a whole lot of people who were lawfully, peacefully protesting the removal of beautiful statues, Confederate heroes, such as the great General Lee, Robert E. Lee, were being taken down. So they were protesting in Lee Park in Charlottesville, Virginia, in I think 2017, August of 2017. It might have been 2018. I think it was 2017, though. And Antifa, Black Lives Matter, um, the local officials who are a bunch of evil Democrats, scum of the earth, attacked them. Police stood by and let it happen. And many of them fought back. Some of them were eager to fight back. Some of them just trying to get out of trouble. And some of them freaked out and maybe lashed out in retaliation such as that young man, James Fields. I think that that might have been what happened. I don't know what was going through his head when he drove into the crowd and that woman died. But Baked Alaska, he was there. And he was getting into the alt-right stuff, getting into Jew-blamer type stuff. And then he started dating a Jew, I think. Laura Loomer? <laughs> Who's also been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And so he's kind of like this aimless guy, as I was what telling you. 
<laughs> yeah, what the? <laughs> As I was telling you guys during the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Baked Alaska. And prior to that, he worked for BuzzFeed. He was supporting Black Lives Matter. He's just this feel-good guy who goes with the trends or whatever. And then he became a streamer. He was banned on Twitter. He did like this eight-hour stream, rage stream, <laughs> after he was banned. And so he went to Washington, D.C., where he got, according to this woman who was supposedly raised Christian, who's a university professor, who um, is a source for the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which makes its business smearing whites and Christians and a few blacks, accusing them of hate when they're every bit as hateful as anybody that they're accusing of being hateful. The SPLC, they're actually a source, or were a source, maybe still are, a, sor- a so-called source for the FBI. Talk about deep state corruption, right? Sick people. Communist at root. The SPLC. And the younger people in the SPLC are worse than the older people, if you can even imagine that. Because some of the older people are still white, so-called, or white Jewish, and they're getting ostracized and kicked out by the younger crowd who are more openly and brazenly anti-white even than the communists of of your of old and so um, there have been all these hit pieces on dlive.tv about far-right streamers are making money off of hate profiting off of hate because many of you guys support conservative Christian people like me and Jesse Lee and many others in the America First so-called movement and others. Christian, just regular Christians, many of them. Many people who are just men trying to live their own lives, raise their own families, stand up for the country, stand up for what's right. Some of them are Catholic, some of them are regular Christians. But they're being called white supremacists and hate, hateful people. They're just normal American Christian men. And so Baked Alaska was streaming on DLive. He made a couple of grand, supposedly. And they used that for a hit piece. And he was in this cap- the Capitol, in the so-called Capitol riots. And was he rioting? I think he was just enjoying the t- his time. Maybe he had no business being in there. I don't think he did. Inside the Capitol. I saw a clip, and I don't have it for you, but I saw a clip of people in the Capitol, including Baked Alaska, he was streaming. I think he was the one holding the camera. One guy said, oh, President, somebody said, oh, there's a phone, let's call President Trump from the Capitol. And one guy's like, he would be mad to hear, upset to hear from us right now. He would not be happy. One guy knew it, what he was doing was wrong, and that President Trump would not be happy about it. But Baked Alaska said, what are you talking about? We're just supporting Trump. He would be happy. And maybe he's really is, was clueless enough at that, in that moment to think that. I've known him to do some kooky things, come into private businesses streaming without the people's permission. Ridiculous. Just, uh... Kind of a blind, selfish person. And do something a little rash, which is all it really was. A little rash. 
Because I don't think that he was participating in the breaking and stuff like that. He was just enjoy going a little wild. A little, uh, spurgy. <laughs> and I don't know if he has Asperger's or anything like that as an excuse, but... He went a little overboard. Maybe a lot overboard. And the crackdown came on all of us. Because anything remotely associated with conservatism or President Trump, pro-Trump, is gonna get smeared. Because it's, they hate what's right. The people who are shutting it all down. Let me try to get back into my chat. I will be getting to your calls, guys. And some say, oh, it was going to happen anyway. I don't think that's a, that's a wise excuse to make. I don't think it is. Because they were looking for any excuse to happen. You don't give them an excuse. You don't get shut down early by being... You don't try... You don't fo- be foolish and try to get shut down early. Because it wasn't beneficial what they did. Let me log back into my... Uh, my live chat. See if I see if I put in the right password. I have Michael in Alabama for who wants to comment on the biblical reasons why blacks suffer. Interesting. T in Alabama wants to call Joel, Chris, and Hake hypocrites. Art in Ohio wants to say welcome back. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. And um, others calling in. There's one line open right now, guys. Let me just, man, hold on. I can't say it out loud. I can't say my password out loud, otherwise you would know how to get in my restream. I'm not getting my restream chat going. What a mess. What the? <laughs> Some people call MLK Day Black Day. I've known Hispanics who've, who called it Black Day. And as I said, I think I saw a clip. I don't know much about it because I wasn't really conscious at the time, but I think it might have been in my lifetime that MLK Day came into being. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. But I believe that it was Ronald Reagan who signed it into law, I think. And there was a lot of people saying there were politicians who were against it, who were against creating a national holiday in favor of Martin Luther King Jr. because some of you guys believe that he was indeed a communist. There were definitely communist people inside the... and pushing the so-called civil rights movement. And to this day, they're worse than ever. To this day! They really are. Man, maybe I just need to turn off my Wi-Fi. It's crazy. Let me actually get to some calls because it's out of control. Michael in Alabama wants to comment on why blacks suffer. Michael, how are you doing? All right, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, I just want to make a comment, you know, on how people always blame uh, slavery. Uh, God put us in slavery. Yes. Or God uh, put us through something. God has nothing to do with evil. God puts us through those situations and doesn't bail us out. To make us a better person. Yeah. And I truly believe that black people suffer so much because the devil hates the black race more than anybody. The devil and the does? Why, 
And the reason why is Simon of Cree. You remember, he's the one that, that when God, when Jesus cried out to God to take the suffering from him, he took the cross um, from Jesus and carried it. And Satan hated that. He hated him to do that. And God has a special place in his heart for black people because of that. And if black people <laughs> really? would realize that and come back to Christ, they would have, uh, I think they would have more of a beautiful relationship than any other race on the planet. But they choose not to. Are you black or are you white? Or what are you? I'm white. Why do you say that about blacks? You think that just because Simon, who I think was Ethiopian, right? He was from North Africa, yes. And it also proves that Jesus uh, wasn't black because in the Bible they say he was a foreigner. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, you think that just because Simon did that, that's what made the blacks special? Yeah, I, I do, because he took a suffering that no other race did. And, because and, Simon carried the cross. Right. For Jesus, after Jesus couldn't handle it anymore. Yes. I don't know, man. I think that's kind of silly speculation. Well, I mean, it could be, but it, it could be valid also. I mean, you think that the devil hates blacks more than he hates the others? I really do because they they they've had uh, suffered more, and I believe that the devil caused way? that. And God's allowing that to happen to get uh, because they're falling so far away from God. In what way have they suffered more, blacks? You know, through you know being enslaved through through certain hardships that they go through that you know other people don't. Huh. <laughs> you ask how black are Ethiopians? But, I mean, he was, this Simon guy, he wasn't even the father of all Ethiopians, and it doesn't make sense to me. And I, the Ethiopians did. didn't end up being slaves, did they, too much? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think mostly we got, didn't we get mostly Nigerians? Or something Central like that? Africans. West, what did you say? Central. Central. West. Central and West Africans we got. Not North Africans so much. Just FYI. I mean, but I think that we treated our slaves the best out of any of the slave owners. Well, I say I, I we, agree. but obviously not. I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that, but... So they didn't really suffer under us as much as they might have, say, under Muslims where they were castrated, I hear, and things like that. Um, no Egyptians, Somalis, or Lebanese were, were enslaved. Oh, those I mean, are all everybody Africans. was enslaved Jeez. at one time. I mean, everybody conquered everybody, and when they conquered people, they raped, pillaged, yeah, and that's you know, part. So. Yeah, that's why I question whether blacks are really suffering more. I mean, I get that you go to Africa, and there, are, it's really hit, it's really hit and miss, and mostly miss in terms of how civilized the situation is. I, I mean, I visit Africa, and it's a terrible place. I mean, Which you, know, part? you got certain pockets pockets that are great, but not yeah. overall. Right. That whole nation has suffered. I mean, it's never, it's it's never been a great nation like yeah. America. I think it could be. Well, it's not I, a nation. Think, it's a bunch of nations. But yeah. uh, do you have white guilt? No, you don't. Are uh, you sure? I I want to make one thing too about uh, illegal immigration. Okay. Um, but what, what what prompted you to say that the that's the that's your biblical reason why blacks suffer? Well, I think that's why the black nation has suffered from Africa's what I'm, I'm meaning. That why it hasn't. But just you know, because, because they, 
I they think believe the devil... in voodoo and witchcraft. They believe in a lot of things that they shouldn't do over there. They yeah. don't believe in Christ. I think that brings on their suffering more than any amount of hatred from the devil or anything good that Simon, the Ethiopian guy, or North African There's a reason guy, why God called did. him to do that. And but so, God didn't call him necessarily to do that. The Roman guy did. It was like a Roman, wasn't it like a Roman soldier who said, hey, you, black guy, come carry this cross. That's a different opinion. Some believe that, and some believe that he was called to do it, and that he did it. So, But I would just stay with, I don't know. Because you don't want to put blacks in some special pr- place. They already have enough ego as it is, you know? <laughs> Say, oh, they have a special place in God's heart. That just seems like a ego stroke uh, to blacks. Maybe, <laughs> but I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> you know a lot of blacks in Alabama, where you are. You grew up there. Well, I was. I mean, I've been. I've been. I've been to black churches. I've been. I've been. I mean, even though I'm white, I've been, I, I mean, I guess I've hanging around blacks a lot of my lifetime. So yeah, and I'm, you know. But maybe where that comes from. But. Did you know that there's no really such thing as white churches? There are black churches, but there are no really white churches. There's it just ha- they're just churches. They're just mostly white. They but they welcome everybody too much, to be honest. They're too welcoming yeah. to everybody because you know they bend over backwards out of guilt or out of like ooh, a colored. <laughs> 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 but there are no like white churches. But there are black churches. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I mean, and, and, and to comment on that further, I have been to black churches where I've been told that I'm not welcome because of me being white. You <laughs> so, have been told that? Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. But, but you think God has a special place in his heart for them? <laughs> yes. That's interesting, man. How, who, did you come up with this or were you told this? You hear this from somebody else, then you said, oh, that makes sense. laid on me, personally. So that was laid on your heart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I don't know if I would listen to that, because that could be from the devil. It's possible, but... Yeah, I, I would just leave it, leave it alone, then. Yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking, Michael? 49. Wow. You grew up down there? Yes. That's cool, man. Oh, I actually grew up, I actually grew up down here, but I'm military brat. I grew up in five different cities in two different countries. Wow. Okay. Did you go join the military too, or you were just a son of a military uh, man? Just, uh, I had enough. After <laughs> I, I, my dad was an MP and a drill sergeant, so I had enough of that. <laughs> right. Interesting. Plus, I made some bad decisions when I was younger. So you wouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting, man. Well, I appreciate the call. Can I make one comment on the immigration? Yeah, go for it. Um, you know, I was an idiot because I live on a lot of land, and I didn't think that nobody would be stupid enough to come on my property. And my daughter had sex with an illegal alien. Whoa. And the reason why they need to be legal and not illegal, um, she was only eight. She just turned 18, and, of course, she was a grown man. but Grown woman. She had a baby. Oh, he was a grown man. And she had a baby. Of course, she couldn't take care of it, and I ended up having to adopt the child. I'm raising the child now. Is this true? Are you trolling me, or are you telling me the truth? No, it's the truth. And uh, we couldn't... She you couldn't didn't have child. to, but you did. 
What's that? You didn't have to take on that baby, that grandbaby. Well, I'm the one. That, well, I wanted to, but it, I also had the uh, conviction that I had to because I'm the one that convinced her not to have an abortion when she wanted it. <laughs> it doesn't mean anyway, do, I wanted, her, I to go, her not killing her baby doesn't make it your responsibility to raise that baby. That's liberal well, thinking. I, FYI, I, just FYI. Well, if you I'm wanted to raise the baby, that's fine. I'm just was curious why. And I'm glad I did. But okay. Back, long story short, that legal alien, unlike with him, she couldn't get child support. She couldn't get any kind of thing from him because you know he's not from the country. <laughs> what a scam! <laughs> the illegals get away with sex out of babies out of yeah. wedlock more than poor blacks. Blacks better, and everybody else. They should be so any, against I don't illegal get any government assistance at all. I mean, we make right. much money. And I, I mean, we don't make a like. I'm not rich. But yeah, we shouldn't be for time. this child support, anyways. But but you're right. Like they get to avoid all responsibility. Interesting. But I'm glad I adopted her. I mean, I love her to death. She's she's my life. But <laughs> but I'll be 60 years old when she graduates high school. <laughs> Man, that's what. Why didn't you make the your daughter raise it? Huh? I tried to, but she just too irresponsible. I mean, she just and but and you right now. But you gave her an out by, by, not doing it. Well, I supported her the whole time and tried to get her. Are you divorced, um, or how did you have your daughter? No, I've been married twenty-seven years. Oh, okay. But uh, I, uh, I tried to work with her, you know, to get her head straight, what she needed to do, how to live for like months, and then she, I mean, she would use me to death like you would a my man. You, you know? need to call Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> because this I'm, story is insane. But that's the bad part with the legal aliens. Like, they can do this stuff and then they, they don't have any responsibility. Not, I know, but it's also like the bad part with whites spoiling their children because, because your daughter didn't have any responsibility either. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. And I raised... I raised three girls. And it's no so, so it's no wonder we let the illegals get away with not having responsibility and the politicians get away with not having responsibility because look at you're a you're a like a decent sounding Christian man and your family that you've raised is out of control. Yeah. But they got in And you're I enabling was, it. Well see I was an idiot. I didn't understand how much the internet could influence them. I didn't realize that, and they would get yeah. on the internet and, and and talk to people they shouldn't talk to. Yeah, um, that's how this guy got out here. He didn't. He was from a different state, and he come out here, and I didn't know. I was at work. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> isn't that always the way? I hear about. You know, I don't do any counseling, but I hear about um, Jesse Lee Peterson counseling people, and or oftentimes I'll hear on the radio just stories of. The men were working, too busy working, and their children were destroyed un right under their nose because they weren't watching yeah. out for them. Interesting, man. Wow. What a story, Michael. Yeah, it was rough, but I'm, I'm glad of how it's all turned out because everything's working out. And I, I've, Like I said, I've been married 27 years, and I'm, I'm happy with my life. You know, it's been tough raising a child, but she's beautiful, so... Yeah. I got that to be thankful for. All right. Cool, man. Well, if you ever are interested in counseling or definitely... Have you called into the Jesse Lee Peterson show before? Yes. Okay. Have you talked about this type of thing with him? 
No, I've talked to him some things about my parents, you know, because yeah. you know, I had to serve some time and things like that before I got my life together. I've been straight for 26 years. But uh, but before that, I had a, you know, a rough time. Yeah. <laughs> I had some assault convictions and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear from you. What an honor. <laughs> no, thank you for talking <laughs> to me. Yeah, thank you, Michael. It's good to hear from you. Take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. What a story. It is true. We do need to get a handle on these illegals, but we need to get a handle on our own lives and our children's lives, I guess, if we have them, if we're responsible to even have them in the first place, (laughs) so-called. Okay. um, Let me get to T in Alabama. He wants to comment on Joel, Chris, and Hake. Joel is not here to defend himself, but Chris and Hake are. T... How are you doing? Doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing fine as well. Thank you. That's good. Glad you're over the COVID, man. It wasn't COVID, but I appreciate it. Yes, I'm glad I'm over the cold, too. Are you there? Huh? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said it wasn't. I said it was not COVID. It was just yeah, a but cold. You scared you had it though, right? No, I just didn't no. want to spread my. I'm not scared to have it. <laughs> scared to have COVID. Yeah, okay. You, you, you didn't think you had it? You know, no, did it I cross didn't. Your it, it, it crossed my mind. mind it crossed my mind because okay. I was yeah. a little sick, but I don't. It was not COVID. I mean, y'all don't believe in the COVID, so I mean, why should it cross What makes your you mind? say that we don't believe in the COVID? Well, well you know what we believe in or not. Y'all think it's fake anyway, man. So why cross your mind? That may be. That may be what Chris thinks. But I never said that I think it's fake. I say that the overreaction to the thing is fake. No, no. The, the perception that y'all give on the show that is fake. Not true. But, uh, that you don't okay, have, a, you okay. have a bad, but, hey. you have poor perception. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But uh, I just want to get, get to my topic, you know, before you jump right all over the place. All right. <laughs> um, okay. I listened to, you know, you and Joel and y'all. You know, y'all savior sit on the uh, earlier show. And Can you say it with more, with more disdain? <laughs> A little yeah, more disdain and, and in your voice, please. To discuss the topic <laughs> of people uh, following other people or not being influenced or people who say things like Trump, you know, it's not their fault that people go about and do crazy stuff. Right. Okay. That those those grown people make their own choices. Ain't it's you know has nothing to do with what Trump says. He's not you know no influence on them, right? That's what y'all believe, right? Didn't say he's no influence on them. We said that they're responsible no. for how they for their perception. So he so so he has no responsibility in regards to what he could say. Rather y'all feel it was intentional or not intentional, Trump. You know, just say he intended for that to happen. But y'all saying huh? that that's not his fault that it happened, right? You're wait, what are you saying? You're getting all backwards. You're beating around the bush. You're, no, you're no, are saying, you trying to say that Trump yeah. intended for something to happen? Yeah, yeah. I'm, what did, I'm what, do you, did, what yeah. in your mind did Trump intend to happen? What exactly what happened? That's what he intended. Oh. That's insane. Now, did he intend for people that's insane, to T die. Did he intend people to die? No, so no, 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 no. You think that Trump intended? Followers. No, you think that Trump intended for the the whites to riot, 
or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No, he, he intended for his low subject. Like I to said, storm the White House. Like I said, your perception to disrupt the. Uh, no, like I said, your perception is way off. Uh, to disrupt the Democratic uh, process. You're insane. Y'all know you. Y'all know you want that, man. But no, anyway, you don't. There's nothing, to, there's nothing about Trump. Like there's, said, hold on, to, on I, I gotta put him on hold. <laughs> He's ridiculous. There's nothing in Trump that is pro chaos in terms of you know riots and lawlessness. There's nothing about him that calls for that. Or supports that. You know, they tried to say that he was inciting violence when he said, because these, these, back when he was running for office, there were Black Lives Matter shouting and being disruptive. And he said, don't you want to just clock those guys? Just clock them. <laughs> I'll pay the, uh, I'll pay the legal fees if somebody clocks them. <laughs> but he's joking. That's just like a man thing. It's a, like a man response sometimes to put the smack down <laughs> on out-of-control behavior, on rioters. And sometimes we need a more manly response to rioters. And rioters include the Black Lives Matter people who are disruptive in a Trump rally. They're rioting. They're being disruptive. No respect. And so sometimes it calls for strong-arming, manhandling. Maybe not clocking him. And one guy clocked him. One old guy clocked a guy who was flipping off the whole crowd over that. I remember during the 2016 thing. One, of the, one Trump rally, right? A black guy was getting escorted out. He was a Black Lives Matter idiot. And he was f- sticking up his middle finger to the whole crowd. And a guy punched him. And the, I think the guy got in trouble for punching him. And Trump said, you know, I think he's just a man who loves his country. And some people who love their country get upset at this insane stuff, especially like boomers. And I think that was a boomer who did that. Old guy. Punched a young black man. (laughs) Black, young black man was fine. I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. But Trump is a man. And this female-minded stuff like what T is pushing is just ridiculous. It's insane. But that's the excuse that... Um, people who are suckers or who want other people to be suckers have for kicking President Trump off of the internet. So, T, you're ridiculous. Uh, you too, man, with your dialogue. Yeah, it was a monologue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your monologue, where it is. Yeah. It didn't make no sense. But I just want to say this, man. Y'all constantly, this is the hypocrisy on y'all show. Okay. All right, y'all sit here and tell folks that People have no, uh, they, let me see what it is. Uh, you, you have no say so in what you do, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're not that? in control. You don't make decisions. You don't, you're not in control of right. your life. You're controlled by evil. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. So. Or you're controlled by God. Sense, in the same sense, y'all sitting on the show today. And gonna say what other people would, what those people did was because they chose to do, right? That's what y'all was saying. We right? didn't say they chose to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all saying grown folks made the decision. Trump right. didn't have nothing to do with yes. what they did, but those grown people, yes, made the decision themselves to do what they did. That's right. Okay. So, so people do have a choice, right? No, they don't. 
Oh, so what's... It's because, T, what you're getting confused... T, what you're getting confused is... No, I ain't getting no confused. No, let me answer what you're getting confused about. What's that make? Okay, go ahead on. Go ahead on. So, you're controlled by God or Satan. You're not controlled by other people so much. You're controlled by God or Satan. Those people who did that, they were listening to Satan. Satan said, oh, go in, go storm, so-called storm, or just go into the Capitol. Even though the cops are forming a line, there were barricades that indicated, we don't want you here. Instead of respecting that, Satan said, oh, go on in. Some, in some cases, the cops opened up and said, yeah, come on in, whatever. You're overwhelming oh, so us. so you're saying that was a bad thing, what they did, right? In general, yeah. Oh, okay. Let me ask you a question, since y'all said these experts... And, you're, and, and, you're, and, and your twisted so mind, you think that Trump wanted that to happen? No, no. Ridiculous. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this question, since y'all said the experts... So don't you get it? Don't you get God. the difference between, between that? No, They're listening no, to God no, or Satan? No, no, no. They, they're doing what they want to do. Okay, that's called... Okay, so, you're, so you admit okay. that it wasn't Trump... So-called no, inciting. They because, like I said, they was influenced. Yeah, they were. So you admit that it wasn't Trump you know, inciting. You know who that devil was? That devil was Trump. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I want to say. Are you this. one of those okay. Louis Farrakhan followers? No. Man. You believe that listen, the listen, white man is the James. devil? James. You think that James, Trump is the devil? This, Ain't no such thing as white folks. You James. think Trump you is the devil? Special, man. <laughs> Let me say this, James. Can I thought you voted for Trump. Yeah, I did. I did. In 2020? Sure did. Yes, sir. How about 2016? Yes, no, I didn't. Why not? But, James, let me get Who'd you vote thing. for in 2016? Uh, uh, Pinocchio. Okay. But, um... He said that because he's this. lying. Quick question. Let me, let me, quick question, man. All right. This, if Satan, okay, is the root of all evil, right? Okay. And Satan, where did Satan get his choice from to uh, become, try to say, I'm going to be God? Where did evil come from? I don't know. The Bible Satan. doesn't say, and I don't have the insight to tell okay. you. So, so if, if you're saying everything is it's either you're influenced by Satan or God, okay, who influenced Satan to become evil? I don't know. Answer that for me. I don't know. I just answered it. From? My answer what, is what I evil? don't know. Thank you, T. Nice okay. talking with you, so, man. We'll talk again. No, no, don't hang up. Have a good one. <laughs> it's boring. Hake just said barricades. He's definitely a secret bear. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a band bear. Because <laughs> I said something stupid on an Owen Benjamin stream, so I got banned. Um, let me get to Art in Ohio. Art, how are you doing, Art? Man, what's up with my main man, <laughs> Hake, doggy dog? <laughs> Not much. I'm back. Man, though. they had me. They had me worried about you, man. They I didn't. They weren't stuff. worried about me. How were you worried? No. Who's they? I got <laughs> man. My contacts all the way out here in Ohio said that old Earl <laughs> got Joe Biden in a uh, Adidas jumpsuit, and they uh ran down on you, slash in <laughs> slow motion, because you know they move slow. And the whole time that uh, Earl was dragging Joe Biden, and Joe Biden was like, where are we going, Earl? Where are we? <laughs> and they, I heard they beat you up, man. No, Biden sniffed my hair, and I was traumatized. Oh, <laughs> my God. Said he came up with the jumpsuit and got the sniffing that hair. Yep, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> 
Don't remind man, me. So, man, all right. I'm glad you are. Long story short, what's up with your... Uh, What's up with Tony, man? Every time he get on here, the last caller, man. Oh, Every time he get on here, I T, man. Yeah. I I have no clue what the heck he be talking about. <laughs> only only part that I only part that I think the only part that I think I know what he was talking about was uh when he was talking about how what does the devil come come in and uh, how and this and that. Uh, I think he's talking about the confusion. He comes in confusion. And uh, he, he, the devil comes in, and he comes to rob, steal, kill, and cause confusion. Those are the, the forms that he uh, comes in. And, and, the, and the key thing that Jesse always say, says is that the uh, the anger, and when you uh, when your anger stowed off or whatnot, everything's supposed to be balanced at an equal thing. But when your anger goes up or it's too low, you either be depressed or in a fallen state to where you uh, emotionally torn up if it's too low. If it's in the middle, it's just balanced right. But if you're too angry, you end up hurting somebody. That's why when you like when we anger and we uh, uh, we uh, and we let the anger get the best of us and we make rash decisions, then we after we think about it, we like, dang man, I was so angry, I blacked out and I ain't I didn't. Uh, realize what I was doing. That's why you got to stay balanced and, and not get angry because that's when the devil comes in, in through your spirit. Yeah. At the, uh, when you're, when you're angry, when you're angry, you're supposed to stay balanced or with long, long story short. And that's why I think that, uh, T was trying to talk about, and if he was trying to talk about Trump was causing confusion, no, he was not. This whole four years, everybody, Trump didn't do nothing but expose, expose all of them, the rhinos, the Republicans, period. Yeah. Uh, the, Demo, the Democrats, he, just, he exposed all of them, and uh, the news is the main player. The news is the main ringleader. I don't know. They, if they, I don't know if they are. I don't know if they are the main ringleader, but they're definitely a major player, for sure. Well, I, yeah. I say they, I say they, I say they're one and 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 one of the main main players in it is for the simple fact uh, you've been uh, pushing certain propaganda and banning certain things, and when you get to going and banning the president and pushing a certain agenda against him, then I'm at the point to where I'm like. I mean, all that is that's all the liberal agenda. My thing is this: is that how can you expect black people or anybody to change when y'all only push certain agendas and push what you want people to hear? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're, I mean, they they are evil for sure. Yeah, and and then with your uh, with your guy down there said his daughter got a uh, a baby by the Mexican or whatnot. Uh, that just shows that uh, y'all, the white generation, is is turning everything is flipping back around, and it's coming. It's going. It's a, it's already affecting our people, the blacks, but it's going even uh, it's going to affect the white people even more because right. we know we know that if if. The Mexican dude had a baby with the uh, white lady. Then it's the, the baby's considered to be Mexican because it's the, uh, the seed of the father. <laughs> right. You see, what, you see what I'm saying? So they, yep. they're in, they're in turn, and I see that dude, the last dude, last that dude, he's a liberal. You see what I'm saying? Who's that? The dude, last dude that was calling, talking about basically trying to say that uh, we should go ahead and make uh, make them legal or whatnot. No. 
Oh, I don't think he was saying that. I think that he was saying that they're they're not having any responsibility. I didn't catch if he said that he was if he was implying that they need to be legal. I didn't catch that. Is that what he was implying? Uh, I didn't catch that. I hope not. Say that because I think I think he was saying because they basically are not held financially responsible. Right. That's why he was trying to say that. Oh man. I might be. I might. I might. I might be wrong. Yeah. But uh. And it's, it's just so crazy, and everybody, and, and this is the part that kills me about the news and them suppressing information. They're not, a lot of the people that's watching the mainstream news don't even know nothing about that caravan, more than likely. I know. To come up here. Yeah, you there's a caravan. Saying? Did you guys hear that? It's a caravan of, like, approaching 10,000 people from where? Guatemala or Honduras? Yep. Coming, oh, Guatemala, I think, tried to block them. They're coming for America. Once again... And then the thing is, the last time they came up here, they was trying to get up here. I think before Trump was trying to get that wall built, mm-hmm. and it was a whole, it was a, it was a whole bunch of them. And the time before that was when Obama was in there because they thought that Obama was going to uh, let them in or whatnot. And then now he did too, it, oh, j- huh? Obama did let them in too. I remember he, that. You said he? Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. So he I, let I, he, he let the un- UACs, unaccompanied alien children, in like crazy. See, so that see, so that's what they just get me. What you're saying is, when you tell me something, I'm like, all right, hey, nobody talk. Okay, so he yeah. did let him in. So once again, you see that the uh, Joe Biden is coming into office. You see it starting back up because they like, oh, right. they let us I in. Know. They, they already that's what I thought of they too. Are, they already know, and it's just so crazy. Like, if if they can suppress the president and suppress and, and the thing that I'm seeing on YouTube is they have been removing people's channels off the uh, oh yeah off the thing, but you ain't removing none of these rat dudes or nothing. See, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. it's cool. It's cool for you to push the uh, push the rat stuff or whatnot. All that that agenda, but you want to suppress the uh, president. Yeah. So all that's a smoke. That's all. That's a smoke screen for the uh, for the black people. See, see what they don't understand is uh, the uh, the mainstream news and the uh, the elites. They they probing. So now that they see that they can get away with suppressing the uh, president, it's over for the black people and the white people. It ain't nothing but an attack on men. Period. Yeah. Very true. That's true. And they're Art. trying to uh, and they're trying to put and they're trying to uh, they're trying to raise the female up. They're trying to raise the female up <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to, uh, to set them in a position for, like, a place like China and Russia. Because basically when you know it's a female in power, that means that uh, that, that uh, colony is weak. Right. We know the female's not supposed to leave. So if it's a female in power of America, that no, they, they all the other countries like China, that's going to be that cue to fire on us. You see what I'm saying? Interesting. But, uh, but, uh, but see, with... A lot of these liberals and their uh, feminists in this movement that they don't seem to understand that uh, see God, God see when they did that to Trump or whatnot, same thing they did to Christ. That set something in motion, and, it, and a lot of them think they know about God and they play like, oh, uh, he's a Bible thumper. I'm not no Bible thumper. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing, the vision I'm seeing. But uh, it set something in motion. Now that. Uh, if allegedly you get uh, uh, one of these female or a higher, these higher position, it's uh, basically America's being blinded, just like that when they was trying to build that tower over there uh, in the biblical days. Yeah. And God, 
God blinded all the uh, best, they were the best construction dudes in the world, and they couldn't get, get the, uh, the uh, stat not statue, but it was like a, a, a skyscraper. They yeah, the, get tower, done. the Tower of Babel. The Tower of Babel, because God had blinded their vision. That's the same thing that's going on uh, going on with America. And, uh, and it's, it's something that's going to happen over a period of time, but America's definitely at a falling state. And I'm just so surprised that uh, we just turning over, the black people just turning over and don't see that they're, they're being uh, genocided by foreigners from all over. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. What a mess. Because the black people, the black people's generation, even yours, the younger generation, they're not having too many kids because they already seeing what's going on. So it's making them more docile. But yeah, the foreigners, I think, I don't know if they're seeing what's going on, but they are more docile for sure. And they're more yeah. getting into the education thing. And the more educated people are, the less Feminine, chance they are going to have kids. Yeah, yeah but when the, when the foreign when the foreigners is coming over here, they're having the, the three, yep. the four, four kids, five, six, keeping their kids. Yeah, yeah more. having their families. Yep, and they're and they're, and they're, uh, they're they're financially beating the blacks out. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell is the black people doing. Yeah, I mean, but you can't. You if if, if they like it, I love it, man. Do, I mean, but that's that's only Father <laughs> God removing us for off the uh, off the earth anyway, because we uh we in the end times. But Father God bless you, Hank, man. And the uh, listeners, and Jesse, Joel, Nick, Chris, man, y'all keep up the good work. I appreciate your, it. Are, your, uh, by the way, are you a your, are you a Christian? I forget. Man, I'm tribe, uh, tribe of Judah, man. Right, but tribe of Judah doesn't mean that you're a Christian or not, right? A Hebrew uh, Israelite is just it, what it, you're born at, what you are born yeah, supposedly, right? Yeah, I uh, man. But you, can't you be an Israelite days. Christian, or no? Yeah, you can, man, but I just don't like I, the, the, the Christians nowadays, man. I stick to it and say it again. I'm just so disappointed in them, man. Were you I raised like Christian or were you raised Israelite? Yeah, I was raised. Yeah, I was raised Christian. Oh, Definitely man. was. What a mess. Yeah, for sure. My uh, great great grandpa helped uh, build uh, build the church down there uh, in uh, VA or whatnot, man. I, can't, nice. I actually grew up in a house that had a metal house when it used to rain. <laughs> you can hear the you can hear the uh, hit the uh, rain hitting the roof, and it's the most common. Smoothest sound, man. I, but yeah, uh, I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm definitely a Christian. This is I just seen how the, the church and the, the American and the propaganda they put it's gonna push and mess everything, mess everything up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's gonna, it's people, people like me. It's gonna make me look at the Christians like y'all all fake. Not all, but most. <laughs> Not all, but most. Yeah. They pushovers. They pushovers, and I'm just That's disappointed true. at both. Both parties, because y'all ain't do nothing but sold America, America out for a, a hit just like Pookie off New Jack City. I'm not familiar with that reference, but I appreciate it, Art. It's good to hear from God you. We'll talk you. again. You already know. Thank you, man. That's nice. What a mess, though. <laughs> King of Hueco Mundo says, I used to like Art. I used to really admire Art, but then he admitted that he smokes pot. I forgot about that. Yeah, don't be bragging that you smoke pot. Stay in the closet with your pot, people. Have shame. Have some shame and respect and dignity. People want to pretend that, oh, you're dehumanizing homosexuals and robbing them of their dignity by not letting them get so-called married. No. Dignity and respect is hiding your issues. Including homosexuality, 
sex out of wedlock. They're doing it to themselves. Yeah, they're being undignified. Like undignified animals. What a shame. Um, man. Okay, real quick, before I get back to calls, and we're coming to the end of the first hour here, I want to tell you about the Epic Times. Did you know, and I had heard this faintly, I had somehow associated the Epic Times as being kind of Asian, and it is like Chinese people, I think, started it. And I think that it was Chinese people who are in this, what some are calling a cult, cult, called the Falun Gong. And I had heard of this Falun Gong before because there was a woman who either died, maybe she was murdered, or maybe she committed murder against a husband or something. Up in San Fran area, you know, there's a lot of Asians up there. Maybe it was even further north than that. But I had heard about it a a couple of years ago and, you know, reading the news and stuff. But some kind of crazy thing happened with her. She fled to here. A lot of the Falun Gong people flee here, flee here to get away from persecution from the communist government there because the communist government is against anything that's independent-minded, at least independent-minded from what they want. And they, according to what I read in one Breitbart article, the communist government there outright pushes, and I quote, well, translated, right? Translated from Chinese, I assume. From They push Marxism. They actually believe in Marxism. I thought Karl Marx was like a, a Jew or something, right? <laughs> what are the Chinese people doing listening to that guy? Dumb commies. But anyways, they support... Communism, Marxism, suckers, atheism, by the way, that's an atheistic mindset. There was a guy who called in to, to Jesse, I don't know if it was during my show or his, last week who said that he's a leftist. He supports, like, uh, the, the dialectical materialism. <laughs> and yet he still thinks that he believes in God. Interesting. Falun Gong was killed by the CCP. And I think there was a guy who founded this thing back in the 70s or 80s or 60s or 50s or something. But it's basically kind of, you ever heard of Qigong? It's like some type of martial art thing that you get strong or you find your core or you're good at your core. Kind of like Tai Chi, yeah, says one body of Christ. But they also have some principles like, uh, like kind of like the Buddhist principles or the principles that you find in any given religion or philosophy. Like, be honest and peaceful and stuff like that. So that's what they're about. And yet they're, they started, some of them protested, and it got a little out of hand, and then the government, the communist government, cracked down on them. So that's when they started getting negative attention from uh, the uh, government over there. And now they're being called a cult. And they may be. Who knows? But in my mind... From whatever, from everything that I've heard, they're a benign cult. They're not a, a evil or creepy cult, as cults go, right? What's a creepy cult is the cult that the mainstream media is part of. They all believe in Marxism, essentially, right? Which is to say atheism, secularism, anti-Christianism. <laughs> if there are any isms. They hate Christians. They hate at least the conservative Christians, the the ones who are closer to the real thing. They hate whites, 
most whites are Christians, or at least they have a saner mindset, more freedom-minded mindset, and they don't like freedom. Just look at how they respond to anybody who tries to be free with their freedom of speech, with their um, not necessarily listening to these insane over-the-top lockdown measures. They hate people like that. That's why they called the Great Barrington Declaration controversial, because it's pro-freedom. It's anti-lockdown, anti-this this power move from the so-called experts, pushed by the media and the, de- the Democrats and the rhinos. Suckers. Mrs. Ladybug Bug says, welcome back, James. Thank you. Catholic is a cult now, says Chief Og. And as um, the Hebrew Israelite <laughs> indicated, which I think that's a cult too, the Israelites, man. I hope you snap out of that maybe someday, uh, Art. But he indicated that most of the Christians are a cult. They're lost, they're weak. What a mess. So it's not a valid... Uh, Um, It's not a a proper invalidation of the Epic Times as a valid source, right? I'm saying this kind of clumsily. To call the Falun Gong, which is behind the Epic Times, a cult. Oh, you're listening to a cult propaganda by referencing the Epic Times, which I find to be trying to be for what's fair and accurate and right, even-handed. They do lean anti-communist, definitely. They're openly anti-communist, right? The, the Epic Times. And I hear that they're openly pro-Trump. But that's basically pro-truth. Let's be honest. Am I right? Or at least anti-lies. So, anyway. I gotta take a quick break here, a couple of minutes. I will get back to First Brian in Syracuse, New York. Got a lot of people on the line. Keith wants to talk about <laughs> 60 years later, blacks worse than ever. I think it's a reference to MLK Day. Bobby in Nashville does not like Earl T, etc. I will get to you guys. Can you believe it? President Trump banned on Twitter. I miss hearing, seeing his tweets a little. I, w- I got notifications turned on for Trump's tweets, and now I don't get them. It's been a week and a half. Anyway, guys, hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. I will be right back. Like a thief in the night, they'll take away what's left of us. Burning landslides lighting up the sky in front of all. Summer fire, heavy heart taking over, leading me to my grave. And I don't know what to think of what I told you, but tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow is another day. Fall away. Let the ashes of these memories.
And better than ever. What's up, guys? So I was on Twitter a little bit, just peeking on Twitter every now and then. W- during my sick days, I had five sick days yesterday. I mean, l- not yesterday, uh, last week. I was in church, not in church, but in the back here watching church. So-called producing. But I was looking at Twitter, and I came across black Twitter. And I came across this tweet. <laughs> You guys ever heard of the paper bag test or something like that? The paper bag test? Some girl, and I'm not including her handle because I have a huge platform and I don't want you guys... (laughs) I'm joking around here. I don't want you guys uh, doxing or harassing her, right? (laughs) I'm a responsible... um, What is that called? The host. DLive host. I'm a responsible host. I'm not just on DLive. But this girl, this woman, young woman I assume, black, tweeted this picture of a paper bag and said, If you not darker than this, you not gonna get a follow back. (laughs) And it has a, and it's a little confusing because there's a brown paper lunch bag folded over, sitting on a white background with with a shadow on the white background. And so I'm confused because I'm darker than that white background. (laughs) So what part of it? Like, what part? Anyway. But she means the paper bag. Brown paper bag. So if you're not even... So, in other words, she's also anti... I'm being silly here, but she's anti-albino, apparently. The blacks who are... Who lose their color or were born without any color. They're albinos. They're very, very light-skinned. They're not going to get a follow-back either. And I don't blame her. But... (laughs) 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 You know... What if I tweeted out this picture and it said, If you're not lighter than this, you're not going to get a (laughs) follow-back. I wonder. I wonder what would happen. It probably would, nothing would happen. But if, uh, let's say, President Trump tweeted that. If you were lighter, does Joel pass the test? I think he does. 
<laughs> Seems close. <laughs> it's crazy. I think Joel is darker. He's gonna get a side by side here. Lots of stuff going on, but yes, Joel is darker than that paper, brown paperback. Oh, his his hands are lighter. The the insides of his hands lighter. <laughs> what a mess. But uh, yes, it's we've all known that blacks like are really into colorism. They're the primary perpetrators of colorism. <laughs> they turn white if you put pressure on them, says Nick. <laughs> yeah, I turn like, uh, you can barely see it. Um, you know, it's so ridiculous. Speaking of negative tweets, well, these are parlor posts. Lynn Wood, you know that man who, I think he, was he the one who won those cases on behalf of the... Great Covington Catholic schoolboy, young man, school young man, Nicholas Sandman, the Catholic, Sandman, <laughs> Lynn Wood, who is an attorney, a conservative, I think, a Christian, I've seen him posting a lot of, uh, a lot of Bible quotes, over the months, back when he was on Twitter, he got banned recently. But he was putting on parlor stuff like, they let them in. And I don't know what that means. I think that may be a reference to the, to the um, Capitol riot that went inside of the, and all of it wasn't a riot. I'm going to show you a clip. He's, Linwood said, get the firing squads ready. And he said, Pence goes first. What? I think that's over the top, man. Linwood, I think you're off your rocker a little. I still like you. <laughs> but I think, I think he's a little nuts there. Because I don't think Mike Pence, I think Mike Pence, are you going to judge a man for showing a, a moment of weakness? People show a moment of weakness, you cut them, you say, oh, that was wrong. But you also, like, forgive them, right? I don't think that's firing squad status. What about the whole, how is Pence going first when he was the last line of defense against this, you know, this election shenanigan that, that we think went on, right? He was the last line of defense, and he, of course, failed, right? We saw that. He let all those votes in that were so-called accepted by the mainstream media. But look at all of these other lines of defense that were crossed and allowed to be crossed. That's the weakness of the entire country, really. The um, people who were watching the ballots, some of them spoke up. Some of them faced a lot of threats, and it wasn't enough. The judges who threw out these cases for a lack of standing, some cases supposedly lack of evidence, because you're not supposed to necessarily be able to have to present your evidence right off the bat, but that's a whole separate situation. And, um, I don't see how you can blame Pence first and foremost for this. You gotta blame everybody who failed at every level. The state legislatures, r bunch of rhinos and cowards and evil people. The, um, judges. Some of them I heard may have been threatened. I don't know. The, uh, the people themselves, the suckers who voted for Biden, allegedly. 
<laughs> what a mess. He said, if Pence is arrested, Secretary Pompeo, yeah, Secretary of Pomp- Secretary Pompeo, he tweeted this January 1st, five days before January 6th, right? Which was the big day that they all failed. If Pence is arrested, Secretary Pompeo will save the election. <laughs> Mike Pompeo won't save anything. He didn't even save the uh, South Africans. Where is his report to President Trump regarding the situation in South Africa? He directed Secretary Mike Pompeo to look into the um, farm attacks and the land confiscation without compensation. Pompeo didn't do anything. He's a rhino. Pence is less of a rhino than Pompeo, I suspect, but I don't know. Pence will wait in, be in jail waiting for trial for treason. He will face execution by firing squad. He's a coward and will sing like a bird and confess all, said Linwood. So I think that some of the, sometimes these guys get a little over the top. Let me show you this clip that I have, clip uh, 12, of this Capitol Hill situation where you see the... Um, this guy with the horns, this uh, weirdo with the horns, who was a prominent picture at the Capitol protest, walking in to the either the Senate or House chambers in the Capitol building, inside that area where Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and all those other weaklings and scum of the earth people, liars and sleazy politicians, phonies. Um, are normally supposed to be. And you'll hear him coming in, cussing, and I bleep it. Don't worry, kids. And there's a guy who's, according to him, bleeding from the face. He was hit by a rubber bullet or a plastic bullet. And then you'll hear a cop come in and say, <laughs> what did he say? Well, you, I'll, you'll, I'll play it for you and you'll hear it. And then I'll quote it afterwards. Listen to this and watch. Hey man, glad to see you guys. You guys are f-ing patriots. Look at this guy, he's got covered in blood. God bless you. Yes, you good, sir? Do you need medical attention? I'm good, thank you. All right. It's inside the Capitol. I got in the face with some kind of plastic bullet. Any chance I could get you guys yeah. to leave the Senate wing? We will. I've been making sure I ain't disrespecting the place. Okay, I just want to let you guys know this is like the sacredest place. I know, I know, hey. <laughs> Look at listen to that white cop. So tough, so commanding. <laughs> and these guys so destructive. It's like so peaceful even though they're being ridiculous. It's like you think that they would have if the senators were here they would have started conducting executions like some were speculating. So this is by the way, I got this clip from Vincent James. I think it was originally from the New Yorker or something. But, uh, on Telegram, shout out to Telegram. I think it's a Russian app, but, anyway. Uh, police says, any chance I can get you guys to leave the Senate wing? This is the most sacred place. (laughs) I think he said sacredest place. Like. Oh, yeah, he said this is like the most sacredest place. (laughs) Something like that. Play it one more time. It's, like, ridiculous. Is he from the San Fernando Valley? Is he a valley girl? (laughs) <laughs> hey, 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 man. Ridiculous. Glad to see you guys. You guys are f-ing patriots. Look at this guy. He's got you guys are patriots. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. 
You good, sir? Do you need medical attention? I'm good, thank you. All right. No man is good. I got shot in the face. Where are they? I got shot in the face with some kind of plastic bullet. Any chance I can get you guys yeah. to leave the Senate wing? We will. I've been making sure I ain't disrespecting the place. Okay, I just want to let you guys know this is like the <laughs> sacredest place. I know. I know. Hey. <laughs> just want to let you guys know this is like the sacredest place. <laughs> he's wearing his mask like a goofy guy. And oh, he's a nice guy. And he's like, oh, come on. He's because <laughs> the horns man, the horns man acts a lot like Baked Alaska. And I think he was a QAnon supporter. Some people said that he was Antifa. He seemed too friendly to be Antifa. I think he was a QAnon guy. You guys are effing patriots. Right on. You're f- covered in blood. God bless you. What a weirdo. That's the kind of people that were going in. And I know that that wasn't the whole picture because some cop, it was definitely not the whole picture because some cop got hit over the head, I heard, with a um, fire extinguisher and he eventually died. And then there were some cops and protesters trading blows or rioters, I should call them really, um, punching each other. Sometimes the cops were over aggressive, I heard, according to Elijah Schaefer of Slightly Offensive. And sometimes the uh, people were over-aggressive, but, uh, come on, it's ridiculous, silly, but, uh, I see one quick more tweet, Trump, Trump cheat, this guy accuses Trump of cheating, this is from Michael Marshall Smith, I think he's a writer or some dumb guy, he has a blue check mark on Twitter, And he tweeted this ridiculous thing. He's quote tweeting this far-left liberal so-called journalist named Kyle Griffin who tweeted, More from the AP. The U.S. defense officials say that they're worried about an insider attack or other threat from service members involved in securing Joe Biden's inauguration, prompting the FBI, and it doesn't show the whole thing, but prompting the FBI to probe all of like 1,500 or 1,600 or 25,000 or whatever it is, National Guard over there. See, I know, you might have heard a little bit of this in the Jesse Lee Peterson show. That they are investigating and making sure, because, let's face it, even to this day, I think, the military to this day. supports the man who supports the country and who supports them and who actually has genuine love for the country, President Trump. They don't particularly respect or like Joe Biden, but they'll do their duty. They have, you know, they follow their duty. Generally, I would say. The uh, military and all them. But that's just scaremongering, I think. And so this guy, Michael Marshall Smith, he tweeted. Four years. That's all it took. He's accusing Trump of tweeting, of cheating. That's all it took for Trump to do this. He's pretending that all of a sudden the country's divided. No, the country's been quite divided, and we've all known it since the year 2000 when W. Bush barely beat, supposedly, (laughs) Al Gore, the guy who invented the Internet. You knew that it was a very divided country at that point because it was that close, and it was probably horrible even prior to that. I wasn't really paying attention to politics before that. But he said, that's all it took Trump to do this. Remember what happened when he accepted foreign help to cheat his way into the White House? This guy is ridiculous. 
But he's able to say this on Twitter because Twitter supports lies, right? And hates truth. People marched in an orderly fashion when Trump was inaugurated, he's trying to say, and knitted pink hats. We have to exercise every legal means to stop him coming back. <laughs> this guy's beside himself and ridiculous. And that's a male tweeting that, who looks like a grown adult, looks like he might be a boomer, a sucker. He's pretending that people were peaceful during the inauguration. Excuse me, there were riots in the inauguration. Wasn't there a limousine that got caught on, set on fire in Washington, D.C. during the uh, presidential inauguration of President Trump in uh, January 20th or so, 2017? Yeah. And that's when the hashtag punch Nazis thing came out. And why? Because a peaceful... You might say he's misguided or whatever you may say about him, but he's generally a peaceful man. Uh, Richard Spencer was on the sidewalk getting interviewed, you know, an off-the-cuff interview on the sidewalk talking about Pepe the Frog. And he's not doing anything to anybody, and an Antifa guy comes up and sucker punches him in the head. Actually, I think he punched him around here somewhere. In the head. And all this hashtag punch Nazis. And, you know, the journalists were like pro-punching Nazis. Or saying, oh, Antifa loves America. And they started, you know, the stupid Antifa people started spreading that meme of Captain America punching a Nazi. Pretending that this guy's a Nazi. Well, he is nationalist, sort of. He is socialist. He's a liberal. So I guess you could call him a Nazi, I guess. But he's more of a, na a nationalist socialist because <laughs> he's American, even though he's kind of given up on America. But that guy is not a, a hater any more than they are, probably less so than they are. I mean, he did endorse Joe Biden. You have to be kind of full of hate to endorse Joe Biden. But he got hit because he was pro-Trump and he was prominently not anti-white, prominently kind of pro-white. And he was called a Nazi. Ridiculous. What about where is his paper bag test. He, I bet you he follows a few blacks on Twitter. <laughs> I think he's still on Twitter, right? Isn't he still on Twitter? <laughs> Some say he's a fed. No, I don't know if they say that, but it's a shame. Yeah, he follows JLP on Twitter. He follows, oh, I'm not black. <laughs> he follows me. Uh, so the Twitter's excuse for kicking Trump off was the Trump tweeted on January 8th, the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first and make America great again, will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. And that's just a man talking. Because of course they've been disrespected in every way, shape, and form imaginable. The pro-Trump, America first, make America great again, American patriots. All of them have been disrespected in every way that you can imagine. Well, there's, I guess there are more ways yet to come. <laughs> but supposedly that's a bad thing for Trump to tweet. This is Twitter complaining about Trump's tweets and explaining why they banned President Trump. Shortly thereafter, President Trump tweeted, to, those all, to all of those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration January 20th. I reported on this because that was January 8th, my last day before today that I was on air. And, he's, and this is their reasoning, their fake reasoning. Due to the ongoing tensions in the United States and an uptick in the global conversation in regards to people who violently stormed the Capitol January 6th, 
These two tweets must be read in the context of broader events in the country and the ways in which president's statements can be mobilized to different, by different audiences, including to incite violence, as well as the context and pattern of behavior from this account in recent weeks. After assessing the language in these tweets, according to our glorification of violence policy, no, in no place is that glorifying violence, but they just read into it, meaning they tried to, they pulled a T, they pulled a T, Twitter pulled a T from Alabama. <laughs> Maybe T is behind their Twitter policy. We have determined that these tweets are in violation of the glorification of violence policy and the user real Donald Trump should be immediately and permanently suspended from the service. So that's their fake excuse for uh, shutting Trump down. Ridiculous. But Trump has been consistent. He's called for peace all this time. From the very beginning, he said, I'm a unifier. And he unified people. Look at how many people support Trump. He's the most popular president, uh, maybe ever, I don't know. And who cares about the rest of the world exactly? But he's probably the most popular and also at the same time most unpopular uh, president in our lifetimes, I think. Grift hard Spencer <laughs> says Brandon M. Aww. <laughs> so, um, people are pretending, oh, Trump hasn't been calling for peace the whole time. Yes, he has. He's always been for law, uh, law and order, pro-law enforcement. He's a total pro-law enforcement boomer. Anyway, I got to get back to calls. Brian from Syracuse, New York, has been on hold forever, and he wants to ask about the Trump media network. Brian, thanks for holding. How are you? What's up, James? How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Glad. I'm glad to hear it. You probably got over the Chinese virus faster than Trump did, man. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you, but I don't think I had it. I don't get <laughs> I don't out much, so. so I don't think I had it. You know, speaking of that brown paper bag test, all you got to do is tweet a picture of Chris and be like, if you're not whiter than this, I'm not following you back. We'll be able to follow anybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, I was going to send a link to the YouTube uh, video of the Trump social media network or the news network, and of course, Video's been removed for violating YouTube's community guidelines. Yeah. So I can't even show you it. But I, I honestly think that, you know, really, if Trump does follow through with this, that it could be a blessing in disguise. Um, just because I think that you can, you know, Ben Shapiro's talked about it. We need to get into the pop culture as conservatives. The what culture? The pop culture, you know, the, the, the ability oh. just to be able to expose younger people to... Pop to culture. Pop culture. Right. Okay. And, All right. And um, I don't know if Trump's going to follow through. I think Trump is... He may just kind of ride off in the sunset, but um, I think it's possible, and if he does, I think he can even have more of an impact uh, on the culture than he did as president. If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. a Star Wars quote, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, you can't keep a good man down. He'll keep fighting. You know, they've done that. They've been marginalizing truth-tellers for decades Jesse Lee Peterson has been banned from radio stations. He's been banned all of his career uh, at Bond. Banned from different places. This is nothing new to him, and he's bigger than ever. Thanks in part to YouTube. But, uh, well, yeah. I, I just think that, you know, it's either going to go one of two ways. Either people are going to start standing up and being like, listen, we can't start banning people, or it's going to get really nasty, and they're just everyone's going to be demonetized. I mean, honestly, at Maybe this point, both. Twitter's... Twitter sucks without Trump, so, you know, if he wants yeah. to start his own Twitter, 
I'll join right away. Right. Yeah. You know, I heard that Jared Kushner, um, and I don't know if this is true, but I think I saw a headline. Jared Kushner put the clamp down or, or put a stop to President Trump, you know, his other helpers, having him join all of these alternative social media outlets. So I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? Yeah. It's, it's, he needs to get into TV. He needs to get into movies. Ben Shapiro just dropped a movie. I think it's called, like, Run, Hide, Kill or something like that. Yeah. Um, I guess it's doing well. I, I, saw, a, I, I saw a bit of it. Oh, okay. I saw a little yeah, bit of it. You got to join Daily Wire to watch it, so I didn't want to do all that. But Oh, no. I saw it while it was streaming live. I'm not joining. I haven't joined Daily Wire, but it was streaming live on YouTube at one point. I got a tip. I got a text from Esteban, of all people, of... Uh, my former co-host said that there's a conservative media, there's a conservative movie streaming right now on YouTube. And so I checked it out and it seemed like disturbing. So I left it, but it was about some shooting. I need the inside info like you, Hank. You got to start spreading the love and and letting us all in your inside info. Esteban's hardly inside info, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But real quick, I had a question for you too. You have a shirt that says, Columbus was a hero. Read a history book. I've been trying to find that online. I wrote you on Instagram. I commented on it. Oh, okay. Dude, where do I buy this shirt? Yeah. Where did you get that shirt? I'm sorry. I'm so bad about messages, Twitter messages, Instagram, and all that. I apologize. Um, I got it from uh, theredelephants.com. Then it didn't say read a history book. It just said Christopher Columbus was a hero. It didn't say read a history book. But it, you know, what, yeah, you're it's right. A nice, it's a nice shirt. I. Normally, I like to wear um, JLP or the Fallen State or Bond or Hake t-shirts, but that's a nice one. And so, yeah, theredelephants.com. We need some new JLP shirts. We need to get uh, one that says, James Hakes with the good hair, and we'll put Trump's hair on top of your head. (laughs) And then we just got to get a picture of Earl and just put him on the shirt, and that's enough. Maybe just have Earl, Earl, Earl on the shirt. Right. I appreciate the ideas. Yeah, go for it. One more thing really quick. So... Uh, I've been telling Nick, but I know he's an ankle baby. He's got to get Dr. Frank Turk from Cross Examined. Oh, uh, okay. He's, he's got to get Wes Watson on the show, too. Wes Watson. Oh, yeah. Somebody Nathan told me Canada. about him. Yeah. Uh, Donning awesome, Armor. Man. Shout out to Donning Armor. He told me about Wes Watson. Yeah, send your. Yeah, just, uh, just send a follow up email just to make sure he got it. That's the best man, way to do lazy, it. He's lazy, man. Yeah. I'll get on him. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. He's not Thanks, lazy, man. but he is busy. Take care, Brian. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right. Interesting. <laughs> you got Chris laughing because <laughs> he called Nick lazy. Nick produced the show and then uh, and then did the news, Hake News, all last week, and then answered phones and then still sent me uh, my daily caller list, and I didn't even get the podcasts up from Jesse Lee Peterson's filling in for me. But I will get work on that. Keith in Illinois. How are you doing, Keith? All right. How are you doing, Hake? I'm fine, too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'll just call. You know, I've just been noticing I watched that movie um, One Night in Miami, and I thought about how a lot of people, you know, what black people thought they had the answer to, you know, help, you know, I guess, the, you know, the the black people, you know, um, in, in, in their situations, you know, and all these activists and politicians and and movie stars, and you know what I mean? Well, they're not stars, but people, um, the entertainment people, right? But why has nothing ever happened overall? You know what I'm saying? Why is it 
you know, as black people overall, it's, it's nothing but destruction and devastation. You know what I'm saying? You're talking and about you. Okay. You said that you saw a movie of who or of what? You know, it, it, it was called uh, A Night in Miami with Ali. Oh, um, and uh, and uh, and uh, Jim Brown and and Malcolm X, and, and all of them had their ideas about you know how to help. Yeah. Okay. And then they got into it because this person had this idea, this person had this idea, this person had that idea. Yeah. But, and you have all these people with all these ideas, okay? Right. But, you know, overall, I mean, if you look at, you know, the inner cities, you know, the what I call the uh, inner city plantations and, and, and black people overall, and the media hides, you know, like the real devastation that's going on in these inner cities. I mean, they divide. Yeah. Okay? Very they divide. true. They don't, they, right, they're right. They don't bring it up. They don't say nothing. They, they always hide it. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah, just, and, 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 you know, the you're right. The murders are just the tip of the iceberg that's going on in the in the cities. The they are. I think that the blacks are richer today in general mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. ever before. So-called okay. richer. But, you know, financially, like they they can all get Jordans, but they can't get anything else or they can all but get. <laughs> but oh. yes, morally, they're just in hell, as yeah, President Trump said. They're in hell. They, they live in hell. They live in hell. Then they die and go to hell. And and, and it's like you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know how many people that are homeless? Like I got a friend that works in Chicago. He gets on the L every night. He said, "Man, it almost brings tears to my eyes to see all these young black people sleeping down t- down in the tunnel. There must be you know twenty to thirty of them. I mean, wow. there's so much going on. But the, yep. if the liberal media don't print it, then people. Don't, it's like it's like it's amazing how the people. Live and see this, but when the liberal media tell them to turn their head, yep, then they do. It's like I don't understand <laughs> how how that's possible because, but they feed them this, you know, this racism thing and all this here, so they forget about the fact that these liberals are the one, like Malcolm X said, the liberal's not your friend. Right, he pretends to be your friend. Okay, yep. and it's been going on for sixty years, and they still falling for why black people I mean, are totally devastated. Man, it's, I mean, to live in poverty, to live in you know, all this, uh, you know, disease and hatred and murder and mayhem. Like Chicago had over 4,000 shootings, 769 murders. Did the liberal media cover that? No. That, was in tw- that was in 2020 or what? Yeah, 2020. Wow. That's insane. It is, but the, the liberal media doesn't cover so hey, it must not be important to black people. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like they, wait for they, they, they wait for their God and Lord and Savior to say something like the liberal media to tell them how to think, feel, and act. That's the same thing that the media does with regard to the illegal alien situation. Many, mm-hmm. In many cases, a lot of these crimes, that are they get reported sometimes, but mm-hmm. they don't report, oh, this is an illegal. <laughs> They'll no, say, oh, Glendale, Arizona man did this or that, but they won't say mm-hmm. what, what the person actually was. Very right, true. They, right. don't, they don't report the truth. They no, hide they it. And, 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 you know, and these people, I don't understand how you figure... The liberals afford you after sixty years of seeing, I know, you know, total devastation. That's my point. It's like, come on, people. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you they are. You're so right. Are. They're worse off than ever, and yeah. I think it's because the um, so-called black leaders, like to the to a certain extent, even MLK, I think, and uh, even Malcolm X to a point, they're all mm-hmm. into leading the blacks. Rather than telling the blacks to be self-led and be moral and all of that, they're talking about the outer, the outer, right. the yeah. outer supposed injustice that they're experiencing. Rather than 
addressing their hearts of injustice because they have to change their hearts. They got worse. That is so true. All of them, what you say, point to that. But they never point to, like, you know, you can be better. You should do better. You should treat each other better. They always talk about this other, you know, so you know this racism thing. It's like, but okay, like Jesse say, that's not the problem. The problem is, you know, the lack of moral character. Right. You know that's the problem. But, you know, if you black and you point out black people, you know, in moral character, their shortcomings, then you consider it on the time. Yeah, so, you get Bill cosby Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens to you. So that's why they don't do it. And, and people have to realize a lot of these people they like their lifestyle too. They like they, they you know they like their you know chauffeurs. They like their mansions. So <laughs> they're willing to risk only so much. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know it's all a con game. You know what I'm saying? Because they only they're only willing to face so much because they know these liberals would tear them a new asshole. That's why they won't say that. <laughs> they only say so much now. Yeah, they know these liberals will attack them and destroy them. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. you know, it's just amazing to me that, you know, that I had to just say that, that, you know, I saw the the movie. I'm like, over 60 years, everybody's trying to take, you know, take take people, black people in this direction, but none of their direction has ever, you know, uh, made a difference. You know, it, it, it yep. happened because, like you said, they don't talk about their moral character. And you know what? In, in the, and sorry, the conservatives are cowardly kiss-ups, including most yeah. of the black conservatives. They oh, still yeah, want yeah, to yeah, kiss yeah. up to the idea of racism. They say, oh, right, conservatism right. is just thriving in spite of racism. <laughs> they still believe in it. Yeah. They're still giving away that excuse and that hatred of whites. It's a shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's, so it's like, it's just all big con game, the yeah. liberal media. I mean, they, they have been destroying us because they've been out there, they've been out there to me. Now, this is just me. This is just me. California, if, they were, if we just would have cut that state off and pushed it out in the, in the sea, <laughs> that is the most evil, wicked, satanic place in the in the world, actually. You know, I mean, the people, the most satanic people live there and run that. Because these movies yeah. have always gave, gave people this idea about, you know, about slavery. Okay, you know, I tell people, yep. don't nobody really know what happened. These movies I give know. you an idea, but that don't mean it really happened exactly like that. I mean, come on, you right. don't know. Yep, exactly. They're trying to get your emotions so they can control you. The only reason the media exists is to control people and keep them in bondage. And now that China owns them, and people are going to see how it's going to be to convert to communism, okay? And, and you know, and then that, that conversion is going to cause a lot of people lose their lives, their livelihood, that conversion, okay? Yeah. And you know what? They still ain't going to be mad because all the liberal media got to say is once things get even worse and worse, where's Trump fault? And then people are just going to be like, you know what? Ain't nothing <laughs> we can do is Trump fault. They're not right. going to stand up. <laughs> right, that's all they're going to do. And remember blame Bush? That's what uh, all Obama... And his administration did was blame Bush, blame Bush, right. and Bush right. was no angel either. But no, no. it's ridiculous. I appreciate so it. Keith. Years from now, if we living in total chaos and devastation, I'm talking about you know like the RoboCop, just crime, and just just massive crime, no no peace nowhere. All the liberal media gonna say, well, if it wasn't for Trump, we wouldn't be. And people <laughs> just settle down and believe it. They won't even fight back. The people will not even fight back. They won't do nothing. Right. Yeah, they're sorry, gonna... for taking up your taking up your time. I, I, thanks for letting me talk to you, buddy. You take care. Of the rest you as of well. Too. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, they're going to equate Trump. Trump is going to be the another Hitler, because you know how Hitler is. You think about what's the most evil person in the world that you've ever heard of? Hitler. That's what everybody is taught, right? They're gonna, Trump is the next one that they're going to do, even though he hasn't killed anybody that we know of. <laughs> You know, I was watching Star, Star Wars, as the Hispanics call it, and they have, and these are like newer movies, 
newer movies, they have every color, they have women leading and all that stuff. But what do they have is the most evil guy? And I watched like one of the more recent ones, right? It's this white guy shouting and screaming and almost cussing like he's Hitler. <laughs> he's a blue-eyed white guy being like the most evil person in the whole movie. Even more evil than the, uh, than the dark, uh, magical people. A white male being, screaming about, oh, we're gonna be the first order, we're gonna be the best, and we're gonna clamp down on all of the, the evil people. The pretending that they're good over evil. And then you see all of the, the other, the armies of bad guys go, ah! and they lift up their hand, and it just, it's just so reminiscent of the Hitler salute and the evil white people. Never mind that they have every other race and every other type of alien that you can imagine and, and beyond what you can imagine in the movie, but it's still the evil white man <laughs> controlling the armies. Crazy. And that was a movie made by J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Interesting. What a mess. <laughs> Let me get to Pete, a first-time caller in Alabama. He wants to comment on um, MLK. Pete, what's up? Hey, how you doing, brother? I'm doing oh. fine. Thank you. Appreciate Hi. you calling. First time, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. And for some reason, you know, I, did, I woke up and I didn't even think it was Martin Luther King Day. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I and, didn't you know, either. I was just, I was just like, uh, for some reason, Martin Luther King, uh, it, this occurred to me a while back, but I, I remember today, and it was... That he's basically like the black people that were there, and they kind of worship him, but they worship him like Eve, like uh, Adam did Eve, like oh, um, interesting, like like the victim. And you know, Jesse's cartoon is great because it's like, oh, Eve, he's just he's just her. He's she's like, oh, Adam, <laughs> look, blah blah blah. Right, we're we're the victim. And uh, anyway, he goes on to say in his "I Have a Dream" speech, which he didn't even write. Um, he goes on to say, like a crying woman, I have a dream that one day we can judge people by the contents of their character. Uh, you know, saying not the color of their skin, but I don't, is that not like the arbitration of good and evil to say that you can just look at a whole group of people's like content of their character and see it and you're going to get a better interpretation or a more accurate one in uh, times of like, uh, stress and stuff, um, like societally, than you would if you just like looked at them, see what they were doing, you know, look at their fruits, what are they building, do they have kids, etc. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, you know, they. Um, I think the world was was judging people based on their character and their actions more back then than they are today. I think it's. Uh, gone the opposite direction. Maybe they already were. And so you may be right. It may have been just a propaganda, false imitation of good and evil. Um, that whole line and push. I don't know. Yeah, def definitely. People, who wrote it? If people, if, who wrote that speech if MLK didn't write it? I, I, Do you know? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I've, yeah. But, uh, yeah, people were definitely a lot... Uh, aware of like what's important back in the day yeah um, people are crazy. people will judge you based on they'll judge you based on 
oh, you're white and you're saying this? Racist. <laughs> oh, you're black and you're saying this? Uncle Tom. <laughs> because if you yeah. tell the truth, they hate you. They think that you're evil. It's so backwards now. So yeah, you're right. I, and I think that they're, I think that we're, the, the reality of the situation back then is very different from how history is written. Look at how the mainstream media writes the present day so-called news. It's a, oh, a twisting of the truth. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, my funny story, I've got one anecdote. Uh, some people that I'm related to, you know, way back, when the, after their side lost the Civil War, instead of, well, you know, letting all the carpetbaggers and six million Irish immigrants come over and take their land or just be given to it by the new government, they gave, uh, they just gave their land away to, like, their slaves. They just, like, here's 40 acres, y'all take this, you know, keep it in the community, stuff like that. And that's one reason Alabama is a lot better off racially, I think, than, uh, than, you know, the northern states who have no idea, like, you know, stuff like that. Interesting. I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went down to Alabama, and you see blacks working. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't see a black guy working. I see black guys working here in L.A., but... They're like responsible. It's it's interesting yeah, over yeah. there. I don't think it's yeah, as bad are. as the cities. The cities probably have always been more corrupt. It's like a hotbed of corruption. That's where all the gays okay. go to find other gays. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> for example, exactly. for example, they're just a, the tip of the iceberg, as I said. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't ever correct people in Alabama being racist. Like yeah. a lot of my buddies are entrepreneurs and just absolutely crushing right now. Just nice. Like, you know, they're getting great deals on their business offers and just, like, walking into things. Things are being open for them. Yeah. These doors. And, uh, but, yeah, like, that's, I, I forgot where I was going with that, but, um. Well, you said yeah, that you don't correct are, people on their so-called racism, what, their statements, oh, their oh, so-called oh, yeah, racist yeah. statements? I want Alabama, like, to stay the way it is, like, the way where, yeah. you know, like, everybody can just kind of cohabitate. It's called freedom thing. of speech. You express yourself, exactly. and that's called common decency, and res that's what real decency and respect is, where people can speak their mind. What kind of a society do you want to live in where people can't speak their mind? Well, everybody exactly, except for the man. whites can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a BLM protest in the city that I'm in, uh, at a school I'm at, and uh, this was last summer, you know, after the George Floyd stuff, and people were really intense about it. Yeah. And uh, I was down, like, in the center of it, is, you know, it's, it's kind of a small town, but uh, it, I was at the, you know, the main group of it. And, uh, you know, just tons of black people just looking around. They were looking at me because I have an impeached Democrat sticker on the front of my car. Uh -huh. And I, I was, wow. just, you know, anyway, uh, and I'm like, I'm a tall white dude, so I get attention, like, when I'm surrounded by they, You know, anyway, I just rolled down my windows and turned up the radio. And there's this song playing called I Love My Country. You know, so I think it's a Florida Georgia Line song. And I've rolled all my windows down, turned it up to full blast, and just smiled and waved. <laughs> You're acting you know, like a black. Like, That's funny. Yeah, it was just mutual <laughs> respect. It was, it was interesting. Nice. Well, I appreciate hearing from you, Pete. Yeah, hey, guys, I enjoyed it. You, uh, you have a good one, brother. All right, call again. Take care. So... Did you know that, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, um, when Obama got reelected, I was mad.
I was like, ah, I voted for Mitt Romney. What a shame. But don't get caught up. Don't get caught up. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> um, oh, let me play a, a couple of more clips here. You know, everybody's talking about China. Before I get to Maze, my favorite caller, everybody's talking about how China is oppressing the Uyghur Muslims. Uyghur Muslims. Well, this is a clip that I saw. Um, you know, I follow a couple of people who've been banned on Twitter, right? On Telegram. Milo, Vincent James. Um, I don't think Nick has been banned on... Nick Fuentes, I do follow him on Telegram. And Jesse Lee Peterson, at JLP Talk on Telegram. Follow me at The Hake Report on Telegram. But I saw this clip, and it's Eric Prince, who is the guy who's the head of Blackwater. This is clip 11 that I'm going to play. Eric Prince, who was the head of Blackwater, which has now changed names to something else because Blackwater's name was smeared in the liberal media for some, uh, for some, I think the... Some contractors who were veterans, American veterans, became contractors with Blackwater. They shot up some um, Iraqis or something. Women and children, they murdered them. President Trump, I think, commuted their sentence or pardoned them. A couple of guys. I don't think that we got the whole story. I don't think they went and intentionally murdered innocent people. But they, long story short, they did shoot and kill, according to reports, some unarmed Iraqis. And so their name, the Blackwater name, got dragged through the mud. But they're a government contractor, so you can take this maybe with a grain of salt. But this guy, he seems like an upstanding guy, I'm not sure, Eric Prince. And he's been interviewed by, you know, conservative Inc. type people many times. And by the way, he's the brother of Betsy DeVos, Betsy DeVos, who was in the Trump administration, but Betsy DeVos resigned from being the Secretary of Education after the Capitol riots. So she's a, um, a flake, you might call her a flake, a weak woman. President Trump appointed her and she turned on him apparently or couldn't stand by the man. But here is Eric Prince commenting on... China, because China's trying to get involved in it, different places, including South Africa, America, Canada, um, maybe Afghanistan. Here is Eric Prince being asked, and I don't know when this was, it was at least a year ago. Eric Prince comments on the Uyghur Muslims. We've heard of, of Uyghur Muslims being genocided or put in internment camps by the Chinese and tortured and stuff like that. Well, here's a little bit of the other side of what the Uyghurs, Uyghurs, <laughs> are doing to the Chinese. Listen to Eric Prince, and if you've heard of this before, that's great. I hadn't heard it before. Listen to this. Your, your views on China and Afghanistan, sir? So, China is very concerned about Afga uh, Afghanistan because of the Uyghurs, or the Uyghurs, okay? The Uyghurs, Uyghurs are a Turkic people that live up in Xinjiang province up in the northwest. And the, the Uyghurs have had um, many hundreds of them fighting and learning and training in Syria and are some pretty committed jihadists. And there's some sanctuary also in Badakhshan in the northeast part of, uh, of Afghanistan uh, where they can train and equip and, and all the rest. The Chinese do not have an experience uh, with dealing with kind of counterinsurgency. They've had some really bad Uyghur terrorism. 
that makes them very, very concerned, right? They did, like in Nanjing, a train station, there was a knife attack, and four Uyghurs killed 29 people with knives, okay? Dang. Let alone if they have uh, firearms or explosives, all the rest. So, I, look, Russia is concerned about Afghanistan because jihad can, can work its way north from there. Uh, China has an issue. Pakistan, ah, here's another issue. Um, the Pakistani, Pakistanis have been, uh, have been sticking it to us for a long time and playing, uh, playing both sides. And, it, and for all the noise about you know, putting more pressure on Pakistan, the fact is we can't because the very thirsty logistics lines of the Pentagon run right through Karachi. Okay, so as tight as we want to squeeze Pakistan, they can choke those supply lines as well. What a mess. What a mess. Our over-involvement in the world. And all of this, you hear about, oh, the Chinese are evil because they're oppressing the Uyghur Muslims. And maybe they are. But the Uyghurs, did you hear? He said, according to him, in Nanjing or something like that, at a train station, four Uyghur Muslims, who are Turkic people, Turkish, I think, uh, murdered with knives 29 Chinese. Dang! Imagine if that happened here in America. A knife attack that killed 29 people? Yeah, our country is, is a mess and dying, and we're worried about what the Chinese are doing to the Uyghur Muslims. It's our last concern, honestly. What a mess. But it's just moral posturing. Yeah, China's evil. They're Marxist. They're anti-Christian. They're anti-white. They're taking over everywhere. Let's not <laughs> grandstand about the Uyghur Muslims. <laughs> they don't know how to deal with the, with the terror attacks. We can barely deal with the terror attacks here. President Trump put a clamp down on it. I wonder what's going to happen as a new administration looks like is coming in. I wonder what's going to happen. Crazy. <laughs> um, what a mess. Did you know that? So all of this, all of this posturing, you hear about these, these people act like they're all brave and condemn China, but they don't condemn our own countries. There is a UK guy, a UK foreign minister I read about in Hake News, who is saying we shouldn't do business with China. They're violating human rights. They don't respect human rights in UK. They don't even have freedom of speech. I hear of, I heard that Christian street preachers get thrown in jail for saying uh, that, that homosexuality is a sin, right? Or it, that it's wrong. Or telling the truth about blacks or, his, or, or Muslims or women or whatever. You get thrown in jail for this imaginary hate speech thing. That's a violation of, of, human, of real rights, of your human rights. Human rights is a communist uh, notion. It's a fake imitation of real rights. But these are fake people. They just talk about Uyghurs on the news because they hate Christians too. Interesting. Yeah, they won't stand up for Christians. I think I've heard that Christians are the most um, persecuted people around the world. To this day. <laughs> to this day. You know, uh, going back to the South, which is also a smeared place. Nick says the line, racist in theory, not in practice. Yeah, because racism is a fake vice. 
most of the time, those who, people who are called racist are just honest people. Honest and telling the truth people. Or maybe they're not always telling the truth, but they happen to say something true. Or say something that's kind of on the road to the truth. And that's called racist, too, because they have to shut down the truth. Anyway, let me get to Mays in Dayton, Ohio. She wants to ask me a question, I think. <laughs> might be a silly question, but here's Mays. What's up, Mays? How are you doing? And it might make a whole lot of sense. Okay. If you, if you were down in the Capitol today, would you have went down to the Capitol? Or would you just went to the... Where you had 45 talking and left? Oh, you you're went? talking about... Wait. Um, today? No, when they went in the... Oh, the 6th? On January 6th? Yes, on the 6th, yes. What, I probably, I might have gone, yeah, I might have gone to see President Trump speak. No, I'm saying he spoke, and then he told them to go down to the Capitol and fight like hell. You got to take, you can, I don't listen to what the news media got to say, Uh I listen to 45. And and what does that mean to you? What do I mean? Yeah. I asked you would you have went if you were there, that's what I I don't know if I would have gone. I don't know how you know, far it is. I don't know what I would have been doing that day. I don't I'm know. If you were there and you were there for the purpose, I might have gone down to the Capitol. I probably would not have gone inside. That seems oh, foolish. That seems foolhardy. Why you wouldn't? Why not? Because it seems foolhardy. I just answered oh, the why. Don't inside, what was wrong with them? They're foolhardy. <laughs> were they breaking the law? Or what were they doing? I don't know if they were breaking the law. Um, some of them did because they broke stuff. I don't know if it's against the law to go into the Capitol. I think it is foolhardy during a time when, obviously, they're crossing police barricades. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't think it was advisable that they did that. Obviously well, not. Especially especially the ones who were breaking stuff. But that was very few. Very few. Isn't it interesting, Maze, how like all the people who went are being smeared ham-fistedly, ham-fistedly smeared. Everybody who was there, they're getting, they're getting kicked off of their, their record labels, including Jews. That guy, Ariel Pink, <laughs> Ariel Rosenberg, what a name. <laughs> I'm freedom of speech. So y'all always talking about freedom Yeah, of they speech. don't believe in freedom of speech. The you pe- when you want to, when somebody want to speak freely, yeah. and then, and this disrespect that 70, 74 million people that you keep talking about, well, what about the 80 million that uh, went out and voted and was happy for what they did? And Allegedly. The, we, don't know, we don't know if that was real people. Can I finish? And the ones that are not a part of that 80 million, just somebody looking at uh, this 74 million uh, trying, committing crimes. Why are they committing crimes? Just 74 million people are not committing crimes, Maze. Did I say all of them? I said out of that 70 million. Oh, you know, okay. But how do, you, how do you even know that those people who committed the crimes were out of that 74 million people who voted? The, because they were following orders. No, you're, you're making up stuff, Maze. Did you know, did you know, Maze, that one of the guys who was in there and got arrested and was inciting or uh, agitating was a Black Lives Matter supporter who did he not. I very much doubt that he supported Trump. That's what I, he should be doing. Huh? He had on a Black Lives Matter t-shirt or whatever uh-huh. you want to say. Y'all won't play it. So like, see, Curtis didn't hear when he, he said the president was still doing his speech when they went down to the Capitol. No, he was not. He was standing out looking at them. Making fools of themselves. Now they want to. You don't know up. what you're talking about, Mace. You're just making Wait, stuff up. No, all you do is make up stuff. No, James, what I say. If well, not, not all you do. I'm exaggerating. But you make up a lot of stuff. No more treasure chests. No more I'm treasure chests. I'm going to tell you what guys. I saw on, on the film. No chest. Move along. You stand out watching those people make fools that are not anyone to do the part and get pardoned. Do you think you should pardon those people that went inside no the No chest. Move along. I'm asking a question. What? 
Do you think he should pardon those people that went inside that Capitol and tore it up? And so they, the they did get arrested. In fact, more people got arrested than were guilty. Now the point they out that they should pardon them. Pardon them for what? Did they commit a crime? Pardon, pardon them if they committed a crime. I don't know. You did they commit a crime inside? I don't know. Some of them might have. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Some of them did because you could see them uh, in mosh pit with cops. <laughs> like ridiculous. One guy was like mosh pitting, moshing with po- cops, meaning like he was roughhousing with the cops. Well, why are you the only one out of them seventy-four million that can can talk about have talk, a conversation about what was on inside of the Capitol, uh-huh. not about all this other stuff, saying the news media? But you were looking at it. It's on videotape, and they're going around looking. I'm for not people. the only one. You just only, no crime it's just on you it. only listen to me. Uh-huh. I'm not the only one who is talking about it out of the seventy-four million. Well, so Fox acting like it's not happening. What are you talking about? It's y'all, not y'all, happening. It's like over. It was, what, two weeks ago or a week? Oh, no, you may have lived. Yeah, two weeks ago almost. Well, what do you think Fox, about when they say... Fox stinks. Do do? Fox is liberal. About, it was about hanging, uh, hanging no offense, Mike Fox. Pitt. I like some of What do you think about that, those words that they were saying, hang Mike Pence? It's silly. It's silly? Oh, yeah. that's what you thought. Yeah, that's what I call Look it. Look at it. Silly. Well, I'm going to say it like this. Based? They ran for some foolishness and they're going to be going to jail. That's why the cops all over the country look at Did you hear, did you hear my comments about Lynn Wood, who said worse about Mike Pence? Well, no, that, that was a threat. That's not a I was threat. Say words, but I'm no, that's you, not I'm a threat. Maze. And that's why. Maze. It's why just. Hold on, Maze. Hold on. Let me correct you on that. Because people are saying, oh, Lynn Wood was calling for violence. I mean, he was calling for. Uh, orderly violence. He thinks that it would be appropriate. It's insane. It's silly, but it's not a threat. It's saying yeah. Mike Pence should face the firing squad. It's just, it's a, one of those guys who's overzealous and says, these people have committed treason by not standing for the country, by standing for Trump. That's what happens to people who commit treason. He was calling for an orderly execution by yeah. law, following the law. He wasn't calling for mob violence. But James, they yeah. Probably got shut down because of Lynn Wood in his in his rhetoric that he goes out, out of. No, that was the excuse that they did. Yeah, yeah you could call it the. They used that as an excuse to shut Parler down. But as I was saying, but he was saying worse stuff on Twitter. He was saying the same things on Twitter. It's good and, that he, you're and it stayed it, there before you got shut down. And you know, it's interesting that Black Lives Matter can say worse. I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter. We're I know about you don't want to talk about Black Lives Matter. I know you don't want to talk about them. Because they do way worse. They do way worse, and they're endorsed by Twitter. It's good that you can admit it, because all the other people are in denial. It's good that you can admit it. I don't know about anybody who's in denial. You said they went inside the Capitol and broke the law. They won't even have a discussion about it. If that would have been Black Lives Matter going in there to do that same thing, they would have gotten high fives too. So now you, how do you feel that you see the cops looking for people that went and committed a crime, just like they do the black people? No, they do not do that for black people. Blacks get away with it. Maze. The people. Hold on, Maze. The people who went to this thing, I, and I have to end. The people who rioted in in most of these cities, most of them were never charged. They even the ones who were arrested, charges dropped. Really? So you don't know really? what you're talking about, Mays. Really? They don't hunt down the blacks. That's what I'm saying, James. I gotta go. You have a good day. How do it feel to see that the cops are looking for them? You don't see nothing going on in Chicago. All these killings that that they bring you every day, they're looking for people that committed a crime and broke the law inside the Capitol. It's silly, huh? And it just shows you that they protect and then the, the politicians are about themselves and not about what's right. You have a good day. And Mama trying to save him. Yeah, you have a good one too. But it's good that you admit it. <laughs> Take the take when the president was sitting there laughing at him, watching him commit the crime. Have yeah, you too.
mostly Antifa was ar- arrested. Very few blacks. Yeah, they. I mean, I think blacks in general are kind of slicker. <laughs> they know how to get away with stuff. <laughs> they don't say when they do the knockout game on you. I mean, there is no equivalent. They don't. They can't call the white guy the N word because the N word is for blacks. Well, they call them the. They call them N words anyways, but. If a white guy sit, uh, does a knockout game and says, N-word, and then punches, then that's a hate crime. But the blacks can do or say anything, but they're also slick about it. So they don't, they get away with crimes. Anyway, guys, um, this has been the Hake Report. Dana and the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you, but Dana wanted to get, respond to Maze. We'll be back tomorrow. I should be back tomorrow. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. Um... TheHakeReport.com for my stuff, JessieLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff, RebuildingTheMan.com slash church for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Podcasts are up, and also the silent prayer is listed there, audio version, download, and video link too. Nice. And also sign up for the mailing list, the Bond mailing list there too. Cool. All right, guys. Take over. Take care. Wow.